Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organisational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple bite-sized collection and this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. We're going to talk about the roles we play in groups. Now we can play any one of these roles in a number of different ways in the same meeting. We might also preference one role over another and we might have judgments. There's three types of roles. There is the task role, the maintenance role, which I call the relationship roles or the relational roles. And then there's the hindering roles, the things that hold us back. So the task roles are based around what helps get the task done. The very five basic roles are initiating, so proposing tasks or goals, information sharing or opinion seeking, trying to understand what's happening here. Let's get some more information on the table. Clarifying what's being said so that we're clear that we're talking about the same thing. Summarising, so pulling the information together and giving it a high level view. And consensus testing. So do people agree with this? Are we all on the same page? Each one of those roles allows us to become clearer about the task. The next set, which are known as maintenance, but I call relational roles, are the roles that help the relationships be effective. So it ensures that the relationships that are involved in this meeting group or team are working. And it looks something like somebody who's being friendly and encouraging people to engage. So they're responsive and the way they interact with people encourages them to be involved and to feel a sense of belonging. Harmonising. This is somebody who attempts, this is the role in which somebody attempts to reconcile um, difficulties or differences. Expressing the group feelings. This is the role where somebody starts to name what's happening in the group, like, you know, there's some kind of tension here and I'm just not sure what's going on. Gatekeeping. So this is the role in which you manage and mind how communication is occurring, set up maybe structures, suggest structures, um, encourage engagement of communication in and out of the meeting. Compromising. So this is the ability to work with the team at play to see the values that they're bringing and the needs that they have and not simply in trying to push their own agenda. So that compromising role is really important because it allows for more effective team work. And standard setting and testing checking whether the group's satisfied with the procedures, suggesting new procedures were necessary. So those roles, there's six of them, help support relational needs within a team or group. Now the last one that we're going to are the hindering roles. These are the roles that limit communication or connection and they limit the ability to get things done or to stay task focused. Dominating. This is the person who dominates the conversation by asserting their own opinions and we've all either been that person or witnessed that person in a, in a meeting. One of the solutions for this is thanking people for their contribution but asking for alternative opinions and this way then you accept the contribution but you also bring the focus back to what the team, group or meeting pe- participants think. 
withdrawing. So this is often what happens when something is undealt with and it's where somebody removes themselves either physically or psychologically from the group setting. Whether that's that they stop engaging actively in the meetings or they don't reply to emails or they seem withdrawn in the meeting. The best way to manage this is actually to have a conversation about the conflict that's not being addressed that is requiring the person to withdraw in the first place to feel safe. Degrading, so if somebody's putting down other people's ideas or contributions, this can be really disruptive to a group dynamic. And one way to address that is to ensure that your group agreement or the ways that you're gonna conduct yourself have been agreed prior to the team or group meetings. And if they've already met and it's occurring, you need to go back to that and ensure that you set up appropriate ways to interact. Also, if, if they're doing it currently in the meeting, you actually need to interrupt it and ask them, what are you talking about? So it's about accountability and it's about setting standards. Uncooperative, so disagreeing or opposing with ideas. So usually this is where there's a hidden agenda, whether it's political or personal, there's a hidden agenda here. And it's really important to name what's happening in the group when it's occurring and to try to bring it back to the group focus in your conversation. And then the last one is those side conversations where people are whispering or giggling or looking at each other or gesturing. It's really important that you intervene on the spot and ask them, would you like to share that with the group, please? So these are just some of the roles that are played in groups. And these are some of the ways that it's helpful or unhelpful to work with them. The hindering roles are usually a sign that something needs to be, needs attention, needs to be paid attention. And that while it needs attention, if you ignore it, it does escalate. So the hindering roles have to be addressed in a satisfactory way for the group to actually mature beyond them and be able to work well together. Otherwise, and I'm sure you've witnessed this too, if you ignore the hindering roles, they escalate and it can get out of hand quite easily and quickly and be a distraction from the purpose of the work. But also you can look at a lot of harm occurring within that team and people not being able to work together effectively because of different judgments or experiences that they've had of each other. So when facilitating a meeting or leading a team or in charge of a group, these group roles play out all the time. And what we want to do is facilitate more of the relational and task roles. And we need to address more of the hindering roles head on directly in the group settings because the group has to be responsible for their group dynamics. And so if something in the dynamic isn't working and we're not addressing it in the group, then that's where we have to actually address it is in the group, not on a sideline, not as a separate conversation, because it isn't actually harnessing a standard within the group dynamics. Sometimes easier said than done, but always worth the effort. If you'd like any help with, with supporting your teams or groups in terms of their group dynamics, you can email team at sheilawalsh.com and we can discuss what you need. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Tilted Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor The Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.